How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend the holiday away across the sea? How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? Hello, Gulf Nation. You're listening to the PCAST, sponsored by the Flats Off Madison Apartments. No expense will spare in the recent multi-million dollar renovation to provide the Flats Off Madison residents with premium finishes and the latest technological amenities. The Flats Off Madison offer beautiful one- and two-bedroom apartments in a smoke-free community. Stop by today or call a leasing agent at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. I'm Casey Krieger. He is Alex Allen, one of the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that's officially podcasting in December. Alex. How are you now? Good, and you? Oh, not so bad. It's just a it's just a great great first week of December. Yep. And the Colts are going to beat the Titans on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, to be completely honest, I haven't watched a lot of NFL football this year. Like I watched the uh, was it Seahawks and Cowboys game yesterday, and that was probably the first time I have sat down like by myself and watched an NFL game. But at the same time, I think from what I have heard and seen and all that jazz, Will Levis has been fine. Derrick Henry kind of came back a little bit last week. I think they're going to win, but... We don't even have Jonathan Taylor, and we're going to beat you with Zach Moss and Gardner Minshew. Yeah, we'll see. You're going you're to get Minshewed. Good one. Mm-hmm. haven't heard that one before. Minshew mania. And I just... You're going to get run all over by Zach Moss. Remember when Zaire Franklin uh, made Derrick Henry look like a little peewee player trying to run on the Colts? That yeah, was a lot sure of fun. Did. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I just... Titans are in that weird spot that kind of like the National Predators were in last year, two years ago. Except for the president of anybody on the roster that puts mayonnaise in their coffee. That, sure. I hope not. But because um, it's like you're about to start embracing the rebuild, but you still want to stay competitive. Because I, I hate that the term competitive rebuild. Because if I'm the Titans, like I hate tanking. I, I think tanking is the stupidest thing you can do across professional sports. But it is time for the Titans just to hit the reset button. Like, just you want to tank? I just want to reset. You want to tank? I heard you want to tank. Alex is going. I don't want to. Wanna, I don't want to purposely lose tank, games. Which is also what the Titans did for like the what the first fifteen years of your life. They just didn't call it a tank because they just sucked. They were decent the first five years of my life. I was born in two thousand. Okay, well after but, after Peyton Manning arrived, and, yeah, uh, it was just lose, 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 lose until Andrew Luck left. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we had a couple. We had that one really good year with Chris Johnson and Vince Young. Did what happened that year? Lost to the Chargers in the first round of the playoffs. Oh no, rats! As as a wild card team, even though we had a thirteen and three record, because your stupid Colts were fourteen and two, or or maybe y'all were thirteen and three too, but you had the tiebreaker on us. I can't remember. It's likely that team went fifteen and one or something too. I don't yeah. I don't know what year we're talking about, but I mean the Colts just routinely won fifteen games like it was nobody's business because the rest of the league sucked and couldn't do anything with Peyton. As the Titans are going eight and eight every single. Well, I mean, if you're going to hire the 500 head coach Jeff Fisher, you're going to go 500, and that's just the rules. I'd be okay if we hired him back next year just to go 500. Even though I guess you can't go 500 now, but whatever. I'd be okay with nine. Alex is committed to 500, which just shows that the Titans will never be a serious football franchise. We just need to hit the reset button, start start back from scratch to an extent. 
All right. In other football news, uh, we kind of talked about the Central Arkansas game in our special PCAST with Michael Treadwell, so we'll just skip right to the playoffs. Uh, they sucked. Not the team sucked. The playoffs in general just sucked. Gotcha. I was about to say, no, no, dang, no, no. Drink. Being in the playoffs sucked. I hated it, and I did not like the losing. Yeah. We the team played. I mean, the offense didn't play great. It wasn't their <laughs> best game, uh, but they hung around in there, and we outscored Chattanooga like 14-3 to in the second half. Yeah. It's just their three was a field goal to win the game at the very end. That that's that's mainly what the suck was in reference to. Yeah, I mean it was it was rough for sure because, like you know we we sat there and watched it because we were in North Carolina at that time and like we were cheering y'all on and it was it was, it was a fun game to watch but at the same time it wasn't. But like, I don't know. I I really just thought that entire game I was like, all right, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And then as soon as that ball went through the uprights. It was it was rough, but we just couldn't move it when we had we moved it all third quarter, scored twice, and then we couldn't move it in the fourth quarter when we had to go down and score. Yeah, it was a rough day to have a rough day. Mike set the career passing touchdowns record. That was cool. Yep, tied the season passing touchdowns record. That was also on the same touchdown. Yep. Um, I don't know what else to say. Hopefully, we win a lot of all conference awards. Hopefully, Scotty wins a lot of Coach of the Year awards. I'm assuming both of those are going to happen. I hope so. If yeah. Mike DeLillo is not the offensive player of the year in this conference, I'm going to burn something down, possibly. Yeah. I don't know what. Maybe just like a little toy house that I buy, but I'm going to burn something down. That's fair. Uh, there's literally nobody in the league that was better than him. If the voters try to convince themselves that Parker McKinney was better, I don't know how they're going to do that. Uh, they might because they hate us. Uh, that's sure as possible. Yeah. But Mike also beat him twice. Parker McKinney's never beat Mike DeLillo. Don't let the people hear that. Yeah. 0-2 against old Mike Mike D. Mm-hmm. Um, Javon Jackson should be an all-conference running back. Yep. We hurt, our, we hurt ourselves at receiver by being so good at receiver. Like yeah. It was just spread out so much. Yeah, we got a couple linemen that should probably get some recognition. We got two. Tyler Long and Sam Howard should both be all-conference linebackers. Let's just be, be real about yeah. that. Tyler Long had the second most tackles in the league. Sam Howard was one of two players in the league with 100 tackles and double-digit tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. The other one was uh, Logan Blake from EKU who led the league in tackles. Um, Max Trujillo should be an all-conference kicker. Uh, probably Riley Stevens should be an all-conference punter. Cam so. Thomas should probably be an all-conference return specialist. Oh, he's got to have that locked up. Uh, Cam Thomas should probably be the specialist of the year, for being honest. Yeah. Um, How many all-conference teams are there? Two. One, two. For nine teams. That's fair. Yeah. So it's what? Two quarterbacks, four running backs, four receivers, eight offensive linemen, two centers, four defensive linemen, six linebackers, four or eight defensive backs, two return specialists, two kickers, two punters, two long snappers, a offensive player of the year, a defensive player of the year, a freshman of the year, and a specialist. Specialist of the year. Which can be a returner. Right. Which probably should be a returner this year. For us, it is a returner. Yeah. So. I I think we'll pick up a lot. I'd like some All-American awards. I'd love some All-Freshman all American All-Awards. We got some freshmen that probably deserve it. Kenny Odom had four touchdowns. Xavier Smith had 70-something tackles. Mm-hmm. Travis Bates had like five sacks. Yeah. Probably, probably should win some Freshman of the Year awards there. Yeah. Not Freshman of the Year. Freshman All-America All-America. Awards. Probably should get some Sophomore All-America awards. 
Do, uh, they, do they do that for every class, or is it just freshman and sophomore? Just freshman and sophomore. I mean, if you want to really get down to it, Javon Jackson's a redshirt sophomore. Chandler Curtin's a redshirt sophomore. Uh, Trey Shackelford's a redshirt sophomore. Um, who else is a redshirt sophomore? And Javon McIver might be a redshirt sophomore. You tell me those four aren't sophomore All-America? Yeah. Wrong. You're wrong if you tell mm-hmm. me that. So, anywho. I think you'll be pretty busy here writing all those releases. I hope so. Um, we played basketball last week. The women played. Yep. And the men played. Yeah. And the women played against? I uh, know they were in the Viking Invitational hosted by Cleveland, Cleveland State. State. In Cleveland, Ohio, if you're wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull up their schedule unless you have it up. They lost to Cleveland State in the first game. They lost 57-62. to 62. Uh, Bounced back with a 78-63 win over Kansas City. The Ruse, the fighting Ruse, I think. Maybe just the Ruse. Just a ruse. Me and Max talked about it. They should be the fighting ruse. They should be. And then uh, they beat Chicago State 60-49 to to close things out. So they're on a little two-game winning streak headed into uh, the next two non-conference games. Yeah, and their good players are playing the way that you want them to. Shamari Hale's been good. Biggest thing for her, she's been one of the best people, honestly, in the conference and pretty up, uh, up there in the nation, too, in free throws as a center, which you'll take. Um I know Nala Nelson had a couple career highs in that tournament, so looking good on a little two-game heater. We will look ahead to next week's games, maybe against a familiar familiar coach Yep. Uh, here in a second. Anyway, men's team, you guys went from uh, Texas to California to Boone, North Carolina. Yep. So am I, start, am I starting in, in uh, that Texas game? No, that was like a week and a half ago? Uh, Yeah. We didn't yeah. talk about We haven't talked about the results yet. So... <coughs> Uh, Gov started their first day at the 2023 SoCal Challenge with a regional round matchup in, in El Paso, Texas. Against yes, El Paso, <laughs> Texas, very regional for Austin P. Basketball. And it's like, sure, whatever, because because there was two four team divisions. When I think regional, I think Austin P. and UTEP. Yeah, let's just go take a nice little three four hour plane or like three hour plane ride to El Paso, Texas. Because why not? Um, Govs end up dropping that one, 71 to 63. Um, they were down by 11 at the half. Uh, had a good little comeback, but it just ended up falling short. Uh, Demarcus Sharp led the team with 14 points. He also led the team with six rebounds, seven assists. But that UTEP team is good. I mean, that's probably an NCAA tournament team. They play one of the fastest offenses in the nation. Uh, we were able to slow them down a little bit, but just not enough to pick up the win. After that, the Govs continued their trek out west, um, played Tarleton State in San Juan Capistrano, California. Ended up dropping that one 66 to 59. Uh, just got cold at the wrong times. Uh, we, were, we were in that pretty much the entire game. Tarleton State had a pretty good uh, stretch when they held a scoreless for about four to five minutes and just kind of took over the game from there. Uh, Sharp, again, led the team with 17 points. He had six assists. After that, Govs uh, concluded their stay in California. With, with a team that, not even a team, a school that we own. Sacramento State. We own Sacramento State. Never lost to them. Never, never lost to Sac State. We uh, own the Hornets. Govs pick up a really big win against the Hornets, 74-71. Uh, to 71. A lot of really good things happened in that game. DeMarcus Sharp, 33 points, the most points by Govs since Terry Taylor had 38 in 2021 against Eastern Illinois. Uh, Say Witt, who's a – he's a big for us. He's kind of like a – he's kind of like a four-man, kind of like a power forward. Uh, he earned his first start. He ended up picking up a 21-point, 11-rebound double-double. Uh, he went 9 for 13 from the free throw line. Sharp also went 13 for 17. 
So when, when this team's able to get to the charity stripe, we're really good. There's not many teams that can beat us. Um, Govs end up outscoring the Hornets by 12 in the second half to pick up that win. Uh, definitely needed that one after dropping the two previous ones. Um, and then after that, at, we went on a red eye on Thanksgiving. Flight literally left at 11.59 on Thanksgiving to go from California, or I guess we flew out of LAX to Boone, North Carolina. That was just... I have a very important question about Boone. When, what time did you get to Boone first off? So we actually flew to Charlotte. Okay. So... Got on a bus, took an awful bus ride into Boone. And then we actually, no, we actually stayed in Winston-Salem. Okay. Um, and then, so we stayed in Winston-Salem, which is about an hour away from Boone. But we practiced at Jalen Ware's old high school. Okay. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Practiced once or twice in uh, App State before playing them. Which question? Did you get to go to the Double Decker Wendy's? No, we didn't. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that until literally the bus ride coming back. You're like, oh, dang, I didn't get to go to the double-decker Wendy's. That just been so cool to even just, like, take a picture of. From the second deck of the double-decker Wendy's. Exactly. Yes. You're just eating, uh, <coughs> eating a Dave's single up there on the second deck of the double-decker Wendy's. I feel like you got to get Dave's double on the double-deck. If you're going to go to the second deck of the double-decker Wendy's, you get a Dave's double. Exactly. Or maybe a double Baconator. See? Splurge a little bit. Yeah, get real wild up there. Maybe, maybe even a biggie bag on the second deck of the double-decker Wendy's. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to repeat that. But. <laughs> <coughs> Will you stop it? What? Stop coughing. I, Do, I can't. Tell us about the App State game. Uh, Govs. <coughs> stop uh, it. I can't help it. Stop Sorry. it right now. My bad. Um, Govs end up dropping a 78-58 decision. Uh, the App State. Um, App State finished the first half on a 15-0 scoring run over the last four or five minutes. Um, and just, you know, when you're down by 20 at the break, it's really hard to come back. Um, just weren't able to come back in that one. Two team, uh, ended up scoring 34 points in the second half, but it wasn't enough as they dropped that 20 point decision. Sharp again, highlighted the team. He had 22 points. Daniel Luce had seven rebounds. Um, Gubs come back home, wrap up a very long road trip against a familiar foe in Moorhead State. Drop that one 61 to 50. I mean, that's a. Uh, I know when, when we think of Moorhead State, we think of like, oh, this is that team like out in the middle of nowhere, but. They're good at basketball. They are. If there is one sport they are very good at, it's basketball. That is one of the biggest teams in the NCAA. Um, I actually got sent an Excel doc about that by somebody, and it ranked like all the basketball teams in like average height, and they were up there in like the top 25 or are something. Are we in like the that. bottom 25? Um, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're bottom 30. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, Govs dropped that one by 11. It's a good Moorhead State team. I think that team's really going to run through the OVC. I don't know. I know they're going to drop a game here and there in conference play, whether that's like a SEMO or I couldn't even tell you who's good in the OVC anymore. But All the good teams left. Yeah. But that, that's a team that's really just going to run through and probably go back to the NCAA tournament. So that's what I got. That's all you got. Well, in the meantime, uh, we'll be right back in a minute. We've got John John Gazdar of the Austin Peay Baseball Team. And our, uh, we got our interview, which is sponsored by the Flats Off Madison, right after this.
Joining us on the PCAST, we've got a redshirt junior infielder from the Austin Peay baseball team. That's John John Gazdar. John John, how are you doing this morning or afternoon, whatever time it is? <laughs> I'm doing great. I appreciate you for having me today. Just came from a team lift, right? How are you feeling? Yes, sir. Feeling great. Uh, Abe's kicking our butt so far this offseason, but it's been great. I've been loving it. Not taking it easy on you, right? No, not at all. I mean, we got we got some big goals ahead, so we got to work hard. All right. First off, uh, you all online or are you in-person classes? Um, I'm 100% online, so uh, my class schedule's a lot lighter this year compared to last year so yeah it's been it's been a good semester so far so I don't have to ask you how class was walking across cold campus today right <laughs> no you don't it's all good yeah I'm just all, show all up online. do your classes whenever go go yeah. to sleep whenever yeah, yeah just exactly get your work so, done right yeah it works out great just with how uh how busy I am with baseball and all all types of stuff like that so it's great all right so before we get into anything too important John John your legal name is Jonathan <laughs> How did we how did we come to John John? <laughs> so the full story is um, when I was a baby. So I have two older brothers, Brandon and Christian. Um, my older, my, not the oldest, my older brother Brandon. Um, he started trying to get me to say my full name, Jonathan. All I could pretty much say was like John John, like just kind of mouthed it off fairly. And then so he started calling me that, and it's kind of just something that stuck with me my whole life. So it's just it's a funny story, but it sticks today. And. I love it, so it's all good. It really <laughs> stuck because I mean, not a lot of guys get the get the nickname to be right. the real name right at the end of the day, right? right. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Yeah. All right. So Northgate High School, what Walnut Creek, California? Uh, yeah. Near sure. San Francisco, near Oakland, in the right. Bay Area, right? Uh, did you have a senior season? Or uh, I played. One that was canceled. I played four games. Four, four games. games. So not yeah. really. Yeah, not really. So uh, we we were about to play our fifth game. Like I believe it was like the third. I believe it was the Friday. Um, and then we ended up getting like school canceled and athletics canceled like in second period. And then after that, it was COVID. <laughs> Had you already committed at that point? Or I did. You... Yeah. So I ended up committing um, in about December. So it wasn't year. as so it was a big deal. Obviously, you didn't get every senior season. So that stinks. Yeah. But you had already figured out your future. So you knew what next year yeah. looked like. You just maybe didn't. At that, at that point. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be different. Um, I was committed to San Jose State. And um, but yeah, once uh, COVID hit, um, pretty much all the options to like go anywhere else were like they were there, but I ended up deciding to just go to San Jose, and because Coach said it was all good, so I went there. San Jose State. Oh, yes, sir. How long were you at San Jose State? Um, I was just there for my first year, and then I redshirted, didn't play at all. Okay, then you went to Chabot, right? Yep. All right, so you're not the first Austin P guy from Chabot, right? Did you know about the Masonis before you got here? I did actually. So, um, Kirst Kimball, our pitching coach, um, yep. he's really good buddies with him because he played with him. That was his so, roommate. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then so when I was on my visit here, he actually ended up calling him on the phone, and then. I actually got to talk to um, – I've gotten to talk to both of them a couple of times. And so, yeah, they're, they're really good people. And from pretty close to where I'm at, it's about 20, 30 minutes away. Pat lives in Franklin, Middle Tennessee area, something mm. like that. Now he works – he has some kind of training. I don't know where Craig's at. He's coaching. But yeah. uh, when I first got here, the, the Masonis were both here, and they were the Chabot guys I knew. And, <laughs> listen, Austin Baseball has got a pretty good pipeline with Chabot, I'd right. say, right? All the guys that show up do pretty do pretty good, huh? I guess so, yeah. Those guys set a good uh, set a good uh, path for me for sure. Yeah, Craig showed up in, what, one season, had the best season ever in Austin history. No big yeah, deal. Exactly. What? So, one <laughs> season there, 38 games, 325, 12 doubles, 22 RBIs, 33 runs scored. Second team, all Coast North Conference selection. Talk about that one season and how it helped you. Um, it was really big for me because um, I came off of – I didn't play a spring season in 20 or 2021. Um, so for me to get that season in junior college was really, really big for me. Um, it was a really big step, stepping point in my life. Um, and then it was fun. I mean, all I was doing at that point in my life was really just commuting. It was about an hour, hour and a half drive some days. So pretty much every day I'd just commute to the field, show up, practice or play a game, and then just go home. And I loved it. And, I mean, I, I can't thank Chabot enough. It's a really good program. And Got a lot of great coaches there and all that, and played some played with some really good teammates there. So it's all good. I'm really thankful. 
So most importantly, your time there comes to an end, and mm-hmm. you get to, you're moving on to the next step. Yeah. What was that first phone call with Roland like when uh, you, you talked to him? It was it was really electric. Um, he called me. I was playing summer ball over in the Northwoods, um, over in Indiana, um, and he called me at. It was really late. It might have been like eleven fifteen, eleven thirty, and him being him, I mean, he was just super juiced to just get on the phone with me, talk to me. I was talking to um, the pitching coach again, Kirsty Kimball, um, before I had to end up committing here. Like I was talking to him while he was at Evansville. And then so I ended up getting connected with uh, Roland once um, he ended up getting the job here. And then so um, once I talked to Roland, it was just he pretty much had me sold at that point, just all of his energy. And he was screaming out the phone and all that. And so, I mean, it was, it was a really fun phone call. And it, it uh, opened up a good, ar- good opportunity for the, uh, for the rest of my career here. All right, so I'll come back to the summer ball in a second. But a lot of the guys on this team knew each other before they came here. Yeah. You're from California. Do we have any other California guys? Um, this year we actually do, yeah. So we have Adam Walker. He's from Woodland, California, which okay. is actually about um, only about an hour away from me. And then Andrew Devine, who is a fifth-year senior from um, – he was at Texas Tech for four years, and he's from Simi Valley, California, which is down in Southern California. So, so before they got here, did you know any of the other guys coming to play here? Because a lot of the guys did. A lot of the Oklahoma guys all knew each other. Um, the only person I knew was uh, Matthew Arable. He was here last year. He, yep. was, a, he was a fifth-year last year. Um one of the best guys I've ever gotten a chance to play with. Um, he was actually um, on my summer team that year when I was playing for Kokomo. And, um, yeah, so we ended up getting recruited together, took our visits together, and then ended up committing together. So, yeah, he was the only person I knew, though. So you played with Matthew and Northwoods League. Yeah. What is Northwoods, like 78 games in 76 days, something crazy I bel- like that? I believe the the correct number is like 71 and 74 or something it's like something that. something crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. Not, not a lot of summer leagues it's, like that. It's basically – I think it's three scheduled days off in total. It's pretty, it's about one a month, so one in June, July, and August. What's that so. league like? It's tough. I it's tough. I hear it's basically like a rookie ball grind. Like you're pretty much just every two days you're playing at home, and next day you're traveling. And so we were the only team in Indiana. Um, a lot of the, of the teams in that league um, have like in-state games and stuff. We were the only team in Indiana, so every single drive that we took was about at least five plus hours. So it was it was really just a grind. It's the best way I can describe it. Just playing away games, getting done, getting home at 4 a.m., say, and then turning around the next day and playing maybe sometimes a day game, even at one. So, I mean, it was it was a grind, but it, I got a lot better. And then it also gave me the opportunity to come here because um, some of the coaches saw me playing out there. So I'm really thankful to, to uh, Kokomo and uh, that team. Kokomo, Indiana, to Thunder Bay, Canada, to <laughs> Mankato, Minnesota. I'm sure those trips are a lot of fun. We ended up, we actually didn't end up going all the way over there, thankfully. Um, those, those would have been pretty far. I think the first that we ever went to was um, – I want to say Kalamazoo in Michigan is about five or six hours. So, yep, yeah. yep. Then the next year you played summer ball in the north – or not the northwest, excuse me, the Cape, right? Mm-hmm. Who'd you yep. play for up there this year? Um, this year I played for the Hyannis Harbor Hawks. And it was awesome. What state? Is that Massachusetts? Are they all Massachusetts? Yeah, they're all in Massachusetts. So it's the league itself is a lot different from, from Northwoods. I mean, every single team is right there, like on that little uh, – like on the Cape, on the little arm yep. right there. And travel's a lot easier, and then there's a lot more exposure, a lot better competition. So um, I had a blast up there playing there. What's your favorite non-baseball memory from your summer in Cape? Um, I ended up going to um, I can't think of the, I can't think of what it's called. Um, I ended up going to Martha's Vineyard um, with my family when they ended up taking a trip, and um, that was a really fun trip. Um, they ended up coming up for about four days, and then um, like we we're hanging out, like obviously in Hyannis and all that, and then uh, on our one off day, we went up to um, to Martha's Vineyard and spent the day there, so it was a lot of fun there. Did you get to go to Boston, see any Red Sox games? I didn't. No, I really didn't spend much time out in Boston. I mean, we were we were playing most days. I mean, we were still playing six, seven days out of the yep. week, so I didn't have a whole lot of free time. What's yeah. the biggest like 
how did that help you your your game this summer um it definitely just prepared me to like play more games play every single day and stuff like that I mean I got that experience last year as well um playing in the Northwoods but playing up this year was pretty much the same thing playing every single day and then just playing that level of competition definitely um I believe helped me helped me um be around the it helped me with being around those good those good players and all that so it was a great experience so I guess what the last year and a half you've played a lot of games you played <laughs> in 57 for Austin P last year yep 308, three homers, 35 RBIs, 39 runs. Not bad, especially when you consider you played shortstop in 39 of those games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's uh? Have you always been a middle in? You've always, obviously, if you play in shortstop, you've always been a middle infielder. What's that like though? Do you want you want to be up the middle? You want the ball hit to you, right? Oh yeah, of course. I always want the. I'm always ready for him to make a play and uh, always want the ball. <laughs> how how important is defense to you? Because obviously, a lot of guys look at that position as a defense position. If you hit it, yeah. it's a nice little bonus mm-hmm. for you. You do a little bit of both. Yeah, um, I, I think it's the biggest part of, of the game, honestly, or uh, one of the biggest parts of playing shortstop. Um, I mean, we really value playing, pitching and defense on our team, and so um, that's something that sticks out to us the most. And we believe that, like, we're always going to score runs, like, at AP. I mean, we've just we've had some really good hitters come through in these past few years, and um, but we believe the big thing for us is pitching and defense, so something I value a lot. So I was going to ask you if you're a Giants or an A's guy, being from the Bay Area, but I was told your dad is the team chiropractor for the Giants. <laughs> yes, he is. I'm a big Giants fan. The big yeah. what how is so does he work for the Giants or does he have like a work at a practice and he just works for the Giants? Um yeah, he does both. So he has his own um private practice and then um he's also uh the chiropractor um for home games. So yeah. So I imagine you've got some pretty good ticket hookups there. Honestly, not really as much <laughs> as you would think. Yeah, you would think it would be super easy and all that, but all their games are usually pretty sold out. So if we if we want to get into a game, we'll usually have to book it like month or month or two in advance, but when when we do want to go, um, we we usually get the chance to go. Just we gotta book it in advance and all that. Did you were you at any of the uh, big playoff games, the Matt Cain perfect game, any of those? I wasn't at the Matt Cain perfect game, but I was at a lot of the 2012 um, playoff games. Um, I was there when they clinched it um, in the pouring rain. I was there with my brothers, one of my brothers' best friends, because he's the only one that could take me. Um, it was a lot of fun, and then um, I went to the World Series game where Pablo hit three homers, and then. Um, I believe they ended up going to Detroit that year and ended up winning it there. But um, I got to see all, most of those games, so it was a lot of fun, though. So you you read my script. My next <laughs> question was 2012 NLDS. I'm a Reds fan. Uh, I don't know how we lost that series, too. Yeah. I was at game three in Cincinnati. We oh, won man. the first two in San Francisco after Johnny Cueto gets hurt. Right. It's the so game three was my birthday present. Those tickets were oh. it was on my birthday. Oh, brutal! Homer Bailey throws a no hitter for eight innings. We lose because uh-huh. of Scott Rowland error. Yep. It was the worst day ever. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm still convinced that if the Reds beat the Giants, we go in and win that World Series because we yeah. guys what beat the Cardinals, who we owned that season, and then you swept the Tigers. Right. And still still yep. upset about it. I'm never gonna get over it. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend who was actually at the Matt Cain perfect game. He was from really? out there, and he left early. Wow. <laughs> he had said he had some friends in town, and they went with him. It was like, oh, it's like the fourth, fifth or sixth thing. Like, oh, well, no, yeah. whatever. And they left, and then they realized, oh, no. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, so, Bayer, does that make you a Niners or a Raiders guy? Um, Niners as well. 49ers? Yeah. Okay. Warriors fan? Yep. So, you're doing pretty good in the whole sports department in your life. Where yeah. Are you 20-something years old, you've seen the Giants win three World yeah. Series, the Warriors win however. Yep. Niners have been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, a couple. I just want to see them win it one time. <laughs> you're, we've got a pretty good Bay Area pipeline with Austin P too. I forget, Garrett Giovanelli's out there from San, San Luis mm-hmm. Obispo. He's a big Niners, uh, Giants guy. So, yeah. we need to get you, get you in contact with old yeah, Gio. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so, you're from the Bay Area, but you don't like seafood. <laughs> Not a big fan. Not a big fan. Yeah. That's that's not very common. Like most, I feel like it's a big seafood area, right? No, it definitely is. Yeah, I just 
for whatever reason, I just not your just, thing. Yeah, I just tend to take to the stick to the basics. <laughs> what what are the basics? Um, like steaks, chicken, ribs, um, Asian foods, Mexican food, all type of stuff like that. You do so a I'm, lot of cooking here. I do. I do my fair share. Yeah, okay. it just depends on the night. All right, so you've got a couple brothers. Christian played baseball at Chapman University in California. Brandon played baseball at Los Medanos. Yeah, Los Medanos. Yeah. Los Medanos College. But now they're both professional golfers. <laughs> How does that work out? Um, pretty much when they're um, – so my dad actually played a little bit of amateur golf um, in his time span um, growing up. And then so we were always kind of around golf growing up. And then we would go to the Rages occasionally as well um, as a family. And then um, pretty much when they were both done with their college careers, they kind of just started picking it up for fun. And they would go by, they would go with each other and then go with my dad and stuff like that. And so um, Brandon, um, he actually really wanted to pursue um, doing the long drive um, out of college. I mean, he's it's crazy. He's fun to watch. He's my size, but a little skinnier. But, I mean, he drives the ball, like, farther than anyone you'll see on the course. So, I mean, he really wanted to do the long drive at first. And then over time, that ended up uh, developing into him wanting to play pro. And then – my oldest brother, Christian, he just has a really cool, like, Instagram account going. He's getting some good traction on that and all that stuff. And so I think it kind of just developed over time. I mean, I think we've always kind of had some type of love for golf. It's kind of ran our family. And then I think now just once they once they got the time to, like, kind of dedicate more time to it um, outside of baseball, I think they just kind of ran with it. Did either of them play any high school golf, any college golf? None at all, yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. My brother, um, like Brandon, he's playing tournaments and all that stuff with – Pac-12 and SEC players and stuff like that, and it's like people ask him like, "Oh, like where'd you play at?" And he's, "Oh, I, never, I played baseball." Never, yeah, never played anywhere. <laughs> played junior college baseball. Right. That's it's wild that you see somebody that's playing professional tournaments with no high school, no <laughs> college golf. Just oh, I was a baseball player, just picked yeah, it up. Absolutely. How are yeah. you out there on the course? Not great. Not great. <laughs> Not nearly as great as them. Um, I dedicate most of my time to <laughs> being on the baseball field. We have a lot of guys in our team at AP that are actually really good, and they they go out quite often, but. uh I'm not one of those guys. I tend to just stick to swinging in the cage and stuff like that. Just like you know, we had an Austin P guy, I was former Austin P baseball player. It's on the Long Drive tour. Really, I didn't yep. know that. I, I can't remember his name. I watched him one time because he was ten minutes from my house at one of the events. <laughs> wow! But uh, uh, listen, we got all kinds of Austin P connections for you today. <laughs> uh, so they're both older than you, right? Yeah, they are. How, how much older? Um, Brandon is six years older, and then Christian is eight years older. So two older brothers. What's that like being the youngest in the house with you guys all playing sports? No, um, it was really awesome growing up. I mean, they're my biggest inspirations by far. Um, I mean, they've always been really mature. Like, they were never, they were never like the type of brothers to, like be like super picky on me or anything like that. If if anything, they would go at each other, and then they would they would baby me just because that's how I kind of get seen in the family, just as the baby. But uh, it was awesome. I mean, they they definitely led the way for me. They let they did all the right things in high school, and they're great people as well. I mean, as far as they're great, they're great baseball players and all that and they had great careers but the biggest thing is they just taught me how to be a good person they gave me my morals so extremely thankful to them so big shout out to both those guys like i said another time you just read my script i was gonna ask you didn't get beat up too much <laughs> no, the not at all brother, not right? at all they, nope. they, they took it easy on we, you. we had a few times we got into it uh not say verbally but yeah no, some no. basketball some football in the yard yeah, yeah yeah exactly mainly basketball <laughs> yep so who's, yeah, who's no. the best basketball player It'd be tough. We'd all we'd all go at it. It'd mainly just be like shootouts and stuff like that. So it's 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 actually really hard to say. I I probably wouldn't say myself though. <laughs> I hear you're a good bowler too. Not too bad. Not Sometimes. Too, what is not too bad? Um, I'm the most inconsistent player you'll play against. Okay. What's your best score? <laughs> um, this is crazy. Last night I had a. You bowled last night. I bowled last night. How often do you bowl? Um, I'll go every maybe like 
once a month, every two weeks. Okay. It's not okay. super common. It just popped up. But last night I had, I believe it was a 135 through seven frames, and then our alley got disrupted. So that probably would have been my top. I think my top's around 155, and then the next game I shot like a 90. So, yeah, it's the inconsistencies there. <laughs> is the whole family bowl, or is it just something you picked out? It's just something I kind of do with my friends. I'm sure if – honestly, I, I I don't know if we've ever even gone completely all together as a family. But, um, yeah, I've, I just kind of do it with my friends occasionally. So you said your dad played golf as well. Does your mother play any sports? Does the whole family get out there and so, do yeah. stuff together? Yeah, so she was – well, she was always the one that would kind of like coach us a little bit too. Like, I mean, like both my, my dad and my mom would be like – flipping balls to us and stuff and we were hitting and stuff like that but um yeah my mom would she played a bunch of sports in high school she was the only one she, like she was the first girl on the men's like soccer team in high school and then she did track um she did a whole bunch of different sports stuff like that she never pursued college sports but yeah she's also very athletic as well and then uh yeah so with the whole family who's the best athlete your mom played <laughs> was playing men's soccer your dad plays golf your brothers play baseball and golf or is it you it's it's really hard to pick um but if you yeah. had to pick, I don't know. I don't know what I would say if I had to pick. Honestly, I mean, it's tough. You got my brother's a professional, and then other brother who played who played four year sports, and then all that. So I mean, I don't know. I'll probably maybe I'll just say my dad since he was the first one <laughs> since he led the That's way. That's the safe answer. Exactly. Right? Not going to start many fights that way. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, you've got a couple dogs, I hear. Yep, I do. What are their names? Uh, Simba and Drake. Simba and Drake. What kind of dogs are they? Uh, Simba is a Labradoodle. He's the color of Simba from Lion King. Yep. Kind of looks like him. Got and a then, lot of energy. Yeah. And then Drake is a Siberian Husky. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you got some big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. What are they? Are they just, does the Husky have a lot of energy too? Oh yeah. So oh, those yeah. two are just all over the place together. Yeah, they are. They, we got a little backyard. And so, I mean, any time of the day, if it's, if it's not freezing hot or not freezing cold out or, or super hot out and they'll be running around playing everywhere. All right. Uh, what's your major? Um, majoring in leadership. What is your plan? Do you have a plan? You're what are you redshirt junior? Uh, yeah. So you got so you got some time if you don't. Yeah, what's the so plan? I'll be getting my degree this year, and then um, it just kind of depends on how this year plays out. Personally, I mean, play some ball maybe. Yeah, that's um, my ultimate goal is to keep playing baseball as long as I possibly can, no matter what type of level it'd be at. So um, yeah, I'd definitely be absolutely really open to come back this uh, next year because I have another year, but. Regardless, my goal is for just kind of just going one year at a time, and next year I want to be playing baseball still. Yep. All right. Uh, last question before the rapid-fire questions. Why Austin P? Um, it just gave me the best environment overall. Um, Kears gave me a great opportunity to come here. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to come here because he recruited me to a different school, Evansville, first, and then ended up recruiting me here like kind of in the middle of summer and then wasn't going to sure if I was going to take my visit and all that, and I ended up taking it, and I loved it, so – um, I just felt like it was the perfect fit for me coming in and I knew I was going to get an opportunity to play and that was all I ever really wanted. Um, as long as I had an opportunity, I believed that I was going to put in the work to um, get some recognition and so super thankful to all my to all my teammates and all my coaches and all the staff. I mean, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. All right, you ready for these last couple questions? Yeah. All right, what's your favorite word or saying? Yes, <laughs> sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, uh. <laughs> all right, what's the last book you read? Mm, probably one of my leadership books. I think it's called Strategic Planning. I had to read through that for this class. What's your worst habit? Uh, I procrastinate. <laughs> a lot of homework on like Sunday nights. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah. Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? A mile in less than 10 minutes? I mean, I've never really tried. And nobody has. If I tried, maybe. You I think, don't know. You think you could get out there and do it on the track? If we're talking flat surface, get, get a stopwatch, 10 minutes. 
four laps. So like, that's not a walk. I feel like you think <laughs> I, I, you got to walk. You got to walk. That's yeah, the rules. I don't. I don't know if I could. Then I don't know. That sounds difficult. <laughs> What's one rule in any sport you want to change or add? Um, if I have to go with the baseball rule, I'd probably take out the pitch clock. Okay. It's uh, some people are saying it hurt a lot of arms this year. Yeah, just because like. You just have to jump back to next to the next pitch so quickly. Just and no just recovery like, time. Yeah, exactly that. And as a hitter, like it's after each pitch, you want to get a chance to reset and maybe adjust your batting gloves or just do whatever. But I mean, the pitch clock just kind of speeds everything up. Are those fifteen minutes of game time worth the arm injuries? Not to me. Not, nope, uh, not at all. I think that you're not attracting any new viewers, right? By saving fifteen minutes, people yeah. are going to watch baseball. Are going to watch people that aren't exactly aren't watch. Yep, it's past time. Do you play any other sports? Nope. Nope. Not baseball. any, not any, really. Like actually, I'll, I'll shoot. Guy. Yeah, I'll shoot a basketball around every once in a while. But besides that, all of, all I've ever played in any seasons is just baseball. Just baseball. What app on your phone gets the most use? Um, I guess probably just Instagram. Probably Instagram or Twitter. Uh, what is the last gift you gave somebody? Um, let me think about that. I think I gave somebody some flowers. There you go. Uh, if you're casting a movie about yourself, who are you picking to play you? To play me? Um, probably Ken Jong because he's funny. <laughs> uh, what's the most embarrassing song you love? Ooh, embarrassing? It's tough. Probably, I don't know, I feel like I listen to good songs. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're not embarrassing. Um, once people will laugh at me about, I don't know, I listen to this rapper called Young Boy and some people will laugh at me because I'd sing his lyrics a lot. So, yeah, maybe that. Uh, if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Um, probably this uh, Bay Area rapper. His name's uh, Lil Bean. He's getting some traction. Lil Bean? Lil Bean, yeah. Lil Bean. All right. <laughs> the first person to say that. Uh, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> what is one place in the world you want to visit, visit the most? Uh, Japan. Japan, why? Um, well, I am of uh, Japanese descent, and then also I just think it's a really cool place. for a lot of good things about it. Um my pops has gone there and told me a lot of great things about it. And then I want to see some baseball over there too. I mean, it's a whole different, whole different uh, culture and environment. And it's, it's really rowdy. Like they play drum, oh, yeah. they play drums, they played, they blow horns like in the games and all that stuff. So I think it'd be really cool to experience that. Have you seen the videos of Ichiro playing against the Japanese girls high school team recently? Oh yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> That's not <laughs> throwing no hitters. Tearing them up. Yeah. Throwing no hitters and stuff. Yeah. Oh boy. It's crazy. Uh, if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? All time? All time, ever. Dead or alive, whoever you want. I'd probably have J. Cole. Okay. Um, I want to get one from like every genre or multiple genres. J. Cole, rapper, athlete, I'll go. Um, let's go Tim Linscombe. Okay. Um, and then third, I'll probably do Adam Sandler. I think that'd be funny. J. Cole, funny Adam mix. Sandler, and Tim, Tim Linscombe. Yeah. I didn't ask. You're a, obviously a Giants guy. You're a shortstop. Who's your favorite player? Brandon Crawford. You got the hair going on. Uh, yeah, he's up there for me. Um, my favorite player overall, um, or since I've been like in high school, probably is Javi Baez. I just I love guys who are super flashy. I just think it's, it's cool to watch. But, yeah, I love Brandon Crawford. I've grown up my whole life watching him. And then um, I actually worked one of his camps back home a couple summers or back in high school and um, got to meet him a lot. So, yeah, he's a cool, was, he's a cool guy and it was a great opportunity.
as a Reds fan, I don't love Javi Baez. Not, <laughs> yeah. not my favorite guy. Oh, I bet. <laughs> uh, all right. This question is Jordan Gokos. He like he asked it. I liked it so much. It's on yeah. the podcast forever now. <laughs> How would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Hmm. Am I by myself? Your plan. You could. You can be by yourself. You can be with whoever you want. If so, how would you survive? If I'm with other people and I had like, if I had some bodies with me, I'd probably try and like take over a supermarket or something. Okay. Claim that for territory and then just try and block up the windows, stuff like that. Similar to Jordan Goko's answer, yeah. he was taking over a two-story Dick Sporting Goods. Let me tell you, this guy had yeah. it thought out and planned. Oh yeah. Like, he thinks about this all the time. I yeah, think. that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who or what inspires you? Ooh, that's really good. Um, I definitely just say my whole family, um, my teammates and my coach really inspire me. Um, I really want to just get a ring this year. Um, it's the biggest thing for me is I just want to keep winning and then get the opportunity to play at the next level. So besides my teammates and my coaches that push me out here, I'd also say my family. Um, they've all made a lot of sacrifice for me in their past, and they all are all in on me, and they'll always do anything for me and to make me better and to help me, and they keep up with me and all that stuff. It's not the easiest being away and not seeing them for so long. I pretty much see my family my brothers less than a month out of the year um because with playing summer ball and then staying out here during the winter so um yeah i thank my family and then uh my teammates my coaches so definitely my biggest inspo inspiration what advice would you give to your younger self just keep going just keep, <laughs> just going. keep going yeah ever since i've been i feel like ever since i've been um younger i've had the right drive and the right motivation i Definitely credit my brothers to that because they've been instilling me and in, instilling that in me since I've been super young. So I mean, I've always just worked hard and believed. And so I just say, keep going, no matter how old the kid was. All right, <laughs> the last me. question comes from last week's guest, Alec Baumgart. She wants to know, what is a weird food combination that you like? I don't have too many weird ones, but I'd say one that's maybe uncommon that I go a lot is a uh, Nutella and peanut butter on like sandwiches or bagels. Like Nutella, I feel like most people do one or the other. Right, exactly. So, so a little bit of both. I do both, yeah. I would say, besides that, I don't, I don't do nothing crazy. That's like, better than, like, ketchup on steak or something, right? Yeah. Like something some, crazy. Yeah, I'm not doing anything like that, no. <laughs> I've seen some weird ones on, online before. All yeah. right, before we uh, get out of here, you get to ask a question to next week's guest. What do you want to ask on next week's PCAST? Uh, what is that person's favorite um, childhood show? Favorite what? Favorite childhood show. Childhood show. What is your favorite childhood show? Probably Avatar, The Last Airbender. That's a good one. Let me tell you, my yeah. whole family watched that show together. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a good one. It's yeah. a good choice. Did you watch the movie when it came out, the live action? Uh, Like the old one? The older one? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess it's older. It's yeah. not that new, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I did watch that one. I remember being disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as good as the show. Right, not, exactly. Not even close. All right. Exactly. <laughs> John, John, thank you for taking time to be on the PCAST. Uh, mm-hmm. Good luck in the spring. Finish the semester strong. And we'll be right back right after this. Thank you. Passionate from miles away. Passive with the things you say Passing up on my always I can't blame you, no No Passionate from miles away Passive with the things you say Passing up on my always I can't blame you, no Another big thank you to John John Gazdar of the Ossipee baseball team. And that interview is brought to you by the Flats Off Madison. Uh, stop by today or call a leasing agent at 931-538-3257. Make the Flats Off Madison your new home. Alex. Yes, sir. I told you I was going to make you explain the NBA in-season tournament to me because it confuses me. 
Yeah. And I didn't I didn't know how we got here. Yeah. And you I'm, said I also don't know. The, and apparently group stages are already done. Yeah. So like I haven't had a chance to watch the NBA too much. Like I've picked up a random game here or there. <coughs> Golly. But like I know there's one that it's like you advance past group play and then like the best team in your group the best team in each of the six groups and then one wild card from the east and one wild card from the west okay so the east wild so the east leaders were the bucks the pacers who went 4-0 the celtics went 3-1 and and the knicks went 3-1 and as the wild card in the okay. west the lakers went 4-0 and the kings went 4-0 and the pelicans went 3-1 and and the Suns went three and one as your wild card. The Warriors knocked out of the NBA in season tournament. Uh, I looked at you and said the Kings are good? Question mark. I think if there are two teams that I think are surprisingly like a lot of fun to watch in the NBA this year, it's the Kings and the Pacers. I thought you were going to say the Kings and the Pelicans because they're playing each other. No, no. I think I think the Kings are going to be a good team. I think that's a team that whenever the postseason starts coming, I think. I think they'll be up there for a couple of. Uh, Are the Pelicans good? I can't say I've watched a Pelicans. Is Zion Williamson playing, or is he still? See, that's another thing I just don't know because I haven't watched any All right, other games. Whatever, we're gonna make some picks on this NBA in season tournament because we can, and we seem like we know lots about it. Uh, give me the Lakers versus Suns. Give me the Suns. You're taking the Suns. <laughs> You're taking Devin Booker, uh, not Chris Paul. Not Chris Paul. He's on the Warriors. And Kevin Durant. Yep. I'll take LeBron James and. The Lakers. Okay. The Kings and the Pelicans. I don't know if either of these teams is actually good at basketball. Give me Sacramento. Don't they have De'Aaron Fox? Who else to the give me give Sab- me one more Kings player to convince me? Sabonis. DeMonte Sabonis. Perfect. I picked the Kings. Uh Bucks and Knicks. Give me Milwaukee. Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Lights out. I will take the Bucks. And then Pacers and Celtics. Pacers. Is Jason Tatum playing? Should be. Picking the Pacers over Tatum and Jalen Brown. The Pacers last like have been one of the best offenses in basketball this year. You silly goose! I'll pick the Celtics. All right. So you've got the Suns and the Kings. Yep. Give me the Kings to go to the championship. Wow! 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 The Kings and the in, the Kings, the Sacramento Kings in the NBA end season tournament championship per Alex Allard. I feel like they always win the. Uh, God, what's that thing they have in the preseason? The summer the summer league, league championship. So I'll take the Lakers because I. I don't know anybody on the Kings still. Um, and then for me, it's Bucks Celtics. I'll take the Celtics. Okay. And you'll take Bucks Pacers. Huh. It's kind of difficult. Cause I, like, my heart's telling me to pick the Pacers. G- give me the Bucks. He says, give me the Bucks. All right, so you've got Kings Bucks. Who wins? Give me Milwaukee. Milwaukee. His Kings love dies here. Yep. I've got the be- best rivalry in the NBA, Lakers-Celtics, for the NBA in-season title, December 9th, 8.30 Eastern time on ABC. And I will take LeBron James. That washed-up guy. Have some respect. Absolutely none. Have some respect. All right, that's all for the NBA in-season tournament. We know lots about it, and uh, you should probably definitely listen to our picks. They're definitely going to happen yeah. and come true. Uh, let's talk about basketball. We got a double header on Saturday. At, no, we don't. No, we don't. I don't know why I thought we had a double header. We have a double header next Saturday. Next Saturday. This Saturday is not a double header. The women are on the road at Mercer. 
Mm-hmm. Going to play against former Austin P head coach. You see the winningest head coach in program history? Uh, I feel pretty good about saying that. I know I, she's got the most championships. Yes, yeah, she does. Definitely has the most championships. That's Susie Gardner down at Mercer. Govs and the Bears at 1 p.m. in Macon, Georgia. You have anything about that one? Is it the first time we played Susie since this she is the, and I remember looking that up, too. This is the first time that the Governors have played a Susie Gardner team since she left. Because she's always said no. Or, or we've said no. I don't know which way it goes. But she said yes. So it's going to be fun. Like down, down in Macon, down in what, Hawkins Gymnasium or something like that. You could have said any word in front of gymnasium, and I would have believed you. I, Hawkins might not even be right. But I don't know. Goes riding that two-game winning streak. You got a lot of good play. You got your good players playing good, like I said earlier. Um, I think it'd be fun to get Susie back up here to Clarksville one day because she's got. I mean, she put up basically all the women's basketball banners in the arena. Just about every single one of them. So uh, we should get her back up here one day. Maybe this is a home and home. I don't know. I don't know. Who we'll knows? See, we'll see next year. Out. I guess. Yeah, I I literally actually don't know if you if. People thought that was me uh, alluding to something. It, no, it's, it's not. Uh, I actually don't know. I don't either. <laughs> uh, is that their only game this week? Yeah, their next one's tonight. They don't after this week, and they don't play till next Saturday. So they got a little. Uh, yeah, they've a little time off. Yeah, a little nice little seven day recovery time. They've had a couple of those ever since their uh, that Cleveland State because like this is their first game since the Cleveland State tournament, so it's a good time to rest and get healthy for the uh, the dastardly donkeys from the north. Yep. Did you like that? You thought I, that was funny. That was actually really I saw good. you laugh. That was good. The dastardly donkeys from the north. That'd be the Murray State Racers. Boo. Ooh. They will be here next Saturday. Uh, before we get to there, the men are going to play twice. Yep. They're going to play against another team that we are going to boo. That's Tennessee State. Boo. boo. On Saturday, December 2nd, in Nashville at, uh, oh, what's that place called? Gentry uh, Center. The Gent- I've tried to erase it from my memory from my other trips there. Gentry Center, Saturday, 6 p.m., Govs and Tigers. Yep. Back for the 85th all-time meeting. If it's not the most, it's one of the most. It's the seventh most. Seventh most, behind all the other OVC teams. Exactly. Um, Govs lead the all-time series 52-32. to 32. Um, Tennessee State leads the series 23-13 to 13 in Nashville. Feels like we should have played more in Nashville than that, but whatever. Um, Govs are entering 3-5. and five. Uh, Tennessee State is five and three. Uh, they've had a really, you know, a pretty good uh, season under head coach Penny Collins, who's now in his sixth year at TSU. I feel like he's been there longer. Yeah. Um, Govs have won four of the last five in the series. You know, it's it's kind of like another Moorhead State thing that the team, you know, it's a big rivalry. But TSU's it like one's a little bit bigger of a rivalry, I would say. Yeah, but like you know, this is. You know, taking the truck down I-24, 45-minute bus ride, go there, take care of business. I know this is one that – it's one you want to have. You're 3-5 and five right now. You don't want to fall to 3-6. and six. I know the Gentry Center will be rocking. Yeah. And they're – honestly, they're, their attendance numbers this year, they've been really good. So, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of blue in the crowd, but hopefully we can uh, – I know we've got a, quite a few people coming down. So, we'll, we'll paint a little bit red. Then on Saturday – or not Saturday. That's not Saturday. On Tuesday. Yep. Back at FNM Bank Arena, Govs versus Midway, the Eagles, December 5th. That's Tuesday at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. A little uh, a little get-you-ready-for-Saturday action. Yeah, I mean, that's just another one of those games. It's the team's last non-Division one game of the season. It's one that you want to – honestly, 
you definitely don't want to just like straight look past them because you definitely want to avoid like an upset there. But like you want to go in there, you want to take care of business, you want to get up early, uh, get those starters some rest because we've got three guys right now who are top 35 in the nation in minutes per game. So you kind of want to get them in there. If you can get up to like a 20, 25 point lead at the halftime, you know, probably don't play them more than five minutes in the second half. I'm looking at Midway's logo and they look like Moorhead State's minor league team. Which one? Yeah, that Eagle one, because they have like that Eagle one and the M one, and the M one looks a lot like Murray State's. They look like, with them also being the Eagles and them also being blue and yellow, they look like a Moorhead State minor league team. They really do, which is saying something, too. It's just kind of funny when you have the logos that close. It's like, oh, we played Moorhead State, now we're playing their AAA team. Yeah, pretty much. But Anything else about the basketball season? No, we'll probably talk about Murray State next week. That'll we, will, be. we will talk about Murray State Uh Everybody should be at FNM Bank Arena next Saturday. Not this Saturday, next Saturday. December 9th, the women play at 4 p.m. The men play at 6.15. It's a doubleheader with the racers. You should be there. You got to be there. You should not let a single person wearing yellow have a seat. Because the thing is, is every Austin P fan that's in there, that's one less Murray State fan. And you one know. One less Murray State fan. And you know those Murray State fans will travel if they can. They don't, don't have anything else to do. They just need an excuse to get out of Murray, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You, I, you'd be looking for an excuse, too, if you live there. But 100%. That means they're going to come here and enjoy what a real city with fine dining establishments is. And yeah. Do not let them in Shelby's Trio. And electricity and <laughs> running water. Running water, yeah, all that kind of stuff. It'll be a, it'll be a whole new world for See them. cars for the first time in their life. Yeah, you know. Uh, buildings more than four stories, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's all you got? That's all I got. That's all you got. Uh, Dr. Kristen McGregor, Matthew, Matthew Kilpatrick, Shardy Hotspeth, and Trey Price. They get all the community service opportunities for you student-athletes. Uh, you got basketball games. Go out and support each other. Go get some Gov's Cup points. I'm sure there's some Christmas uh, do stuff to do. I know we've been packing the Christmas boxes. Yep. Operation Christmas Child. I'm sure that we have teams adopting children again. Not adopting children, but uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Where they, where they, they like sponsor. Sponsor, yeah. And they buy. They have a child and they give gifts and do all that. We do that every year, so. Adopting felt like the right word, but I, I don't think it was. I mean, it, sort of. I, I got what you meant. You got what I meant. All right. Um, tell the people follow us on social media. Follow us on X and Instagram at Let's Go P or on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And uh, shout out to Robin, Maddie, Bree, Lexi, Carter, Robert. It's been a busy season. Now we're down to two sports, but everybody you know killed it all throughout basketball season, all throughout all the fall seasons, and. Still doing it with uh, both basketball teams hitting the ground running. Two sports and hopefully some uh, football awards to make some stuff for. Yep. Let's go P.com for dates, news, stories, information. Cody Bush, Alta, Camille Boylock, Chris Austin, and myself. We've got all the information you need right there at letsgop.com. Alex, basketball yep. tickets are on sale. Yes, they are. You should call the ticket office at 931-221-PAY. That's 7329. Or visit com backslash buy tickets. That'll take you to our new Ticketmaster website, completely digital at FNM Bank Arena. Uh, get your tickets. Get your single game. Get your season tickets. Buy those Murray tickets. Buy them now. Go right now. Buy them. Watch out for some deals. There may be some deals for that Murray game yep. to help uh, help fill the bank. I don't know if that's what we're going with. Uh, fill the bank. Pack the bank. I've been calling it the People's Bank. The People's Bank. There you go. Fill the People's Bank. Uh, Files on iTunes. Spotify. Directly on the website. Let's go P.com. Backslash podcast. Give us a rating or review on the podcast. Alex. Five stars. Maybe if you would quit coughing. Yeah, honestly. Okay, I'll take, I'll take four. Nope, give us five in spite of Alex's 
coughing into the mic. Hey, I've turned away. He ha- you've tried. Uh, I want to suggest a guest. Let us know if a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Let us know what Christmas song you want to hear on the podcast this month. Alex? Hmm. You're on the spot. Give me, uh, give me Here Comes Santa Claus. I've, I heard that one on the way uh, to work this morning. Are you okay. listening to Christmas music already? Yeah. Who, who was the singer of Here Comes Santa Claus? I have no idea. None? Um, no, I just heard it. All right. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex out underscore APSU. Shout out Jason McDonald. Shout out to Budget. Shout out to Tiger Woods for being uh, back. He birdied number one today. That's the last thing I saw before we start doing this. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Blixen and Blixen and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Hear those sleigh bells jingle jangle, oh what a beautiful sight. So jump in bed and cover your head, cause Santa Claus comes tonight.